1: Looks like about an inch of snow on the ground where we sit in uh, northwest Portland here.
2: Other places are reporting in, like... Uh, a lot of snow. Yeah, like East Vancouver, out by where I live. A little bit more north of me, but they're saying five inches are out there. and um, you know. But when I was coming in from like Happy Valley, there was nothing. Like, not a single drop on the ground. My so. house
1: was fine. It was worse here. Yeah. But now I don't know. I mean, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> ah. How about this? Different places, different snow.
1: Yeah. But
2: it is funny how, like, you know, 20 minutes one direction or the other can make such a huge difference.
1: Well, we have to ask the question. We ask tough questions here. (laughs) Should Dana Altman be in any kind of hot water?
2: Somewhere Masters Pete. Probably down in
1: in Palm Springs right now. Is like, I told you. He's been texting me. (laughs) And it's akin to, it's like, okay, so you and I have been, I'm like, I don't want to compare ourselves to Dana Altman, but, I mean, come on, Kind of like him, right? (laughs) I mean, yeah, pretty successful. Yeah, I would think.
2: But he's got better hair than I do. Understated, you better than him, so maybe we're somewhere in the middle.
1: I don't know. He, uh, it'd be like saying, "Oh man, Isaac and Sook, I can't. That show's terrible. They're awful." Yeah. And saying that in two thousand five when we started, and then just waiting with your mouth (laughs) shut. Until it ends, which <laughs> and it still hasn't, and in 2023. Guy. And then going, see, I, I told, told you they you suck. So. Well, no, they were successful for 20 years. Yes. And that's how I feel about this Altman thing. It's like, now, I will give Masters Pete, and he's just a friend. Of, if you don't know who we're talking about, he's yeah. a friend of the program. He is a big Duck fan, huge Duck fan, but loves he, the Ducks. But he hates. He <laughs> thinks Dana Altman is the worst. Yeah. And he always has, which is just a fascinating take. Well actually it's not a fascinating take. It's just dumb. Yeah. Dana Altman is a great basketball. By any
2: coach. objectionable yes, any measure, measure.
1: He any measure. <laughs> he's a great basketball. He's coach. really good. Yes. But uh I'm looking here at the Duckies. If they miss the tournament this year, it'll which be, they likely will.
2: It'll be two years in a row.
1: It'll be four and six.
2: Four and six that they've missed?
1: Yes. He will have missed the tournament. So since they went to the final four, there have been six seasons. Mm-hmm. They would have missed the tournament in four of those six. Okay. And the last two seasons, they are thirty and twenty-eight mm-hmm. combined.
2: Okay. So he's had two down years, but the no, two... sorry,
1: sorry, sorry, thirty-five and twenty-eight.
2: But the two years prior to that, they won the Pac-12.
1: Uh, they were, they were the regular season conference, 17th in the country. I think they did. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, so he had two years in a row where they won the regular season championship. Now I haven't made a noise in the, in, in the tournament, but so they got to
1: the sweet 16, right? Regional semifinal. Yeah. yeah. Sweet 16,
2: sweet 16. And so now we have two years of obviously disappointing basketball. And because of that at, at, at Oregon, we're not talking about Duke. We're not talking about Kansas. Now's the, the idea that, and he recruits his ass off, right? Every year, we constantly talk about how Oregon is bringing in some of the best talent in the country. But now we're ready to say that someone else, like, is, is, is Tom Izzo on the horn? Are we going down that road again? <laughs> Rick Pitino, baby! I'd also like to point out that when they hired Dana Altman, this was back when, you know, after the Ernie Kent stuff. And Ernie Kent had a lot of success, but it was very high, very low, but the idea was is that Phil Knight was going to do whatever it took to bring in one of the premier coaches, right? We're talking about Mark Few, talking about like Tom Izzo. No one wanted the job. And they went and got Dana Altman from Creighton, and he's been phenomenal there. But now, again, Dana Altman's not good enough, so now the solution is to go out and again try to go get the Tom Izzos of the world, because this time look, around they're going to... I don't
1: think anybody's saying Dana Altman's not good enough, except for Masters Pete. <laughs> but let's not just focus on what one man's opinion is here. He has been so. Dana Altman has been good everywhere he's gone. Yes, Kansas State he went sixty-eight and fifty-four. He goes to Creighton and he was there forever. Went three hundred and twenty-seven and one hundred and seventy-six. Uh And then at Oregon he is three hundred and fifteen and one hundred and thirty-eight. By
2: the way, at Creighton where he was so good, he had a six-fifty winning percentage. At Oregon he has a sixty-seven percent, seventy percent,
1: sixty-nine point five. Yeah, yeah. So the dude's won seven hundred twenty-five basketball games. The thing I like about him. Is even though there have been some down years, and you can't deny that. I mean, no. look, it sucks right now. Absolutely. I get that. Um, it's so much different than the Ernie Kent years because Ernie Kent's teams were largely bad until he got a group of of pretty good players and he found them and they and they, you know, to his credit, he took them a ways in the tournament, right? Yeah. Two elite eights. Yeah, a couple big runs. And you need to do that when you have a, a group of players like Fred Jones mm-hmm. and and Ridenour and all those guys. And the, and so but the all the other years they were they just were they just were they he didn't have good teams. Dana Altman, even though they're having some down years, his teams and this year may be an exception, but most every year, by this time of year, they're infinitely better than they were in November when they started. Yeah,
2: the teams get better. And to October. me, that is coaching. That's yeah, he's coaching.
1: He's great at getting them to gel. He awesome really at is. That. Yeah, I don't know enough. I don't follow them close enough to know what's why they're down. But I guarantee you that dude's on it, and I think it's smart to stick with him. I don't think you're going to get anybody better. No. He's really good. Let him dig himself out of this. It's not good right now, but they'll be back. He'll be back. He is good enough that he'll get them back. And I don't know what the issue is, but it is not coaching acumen because that dude, and for whatever reason not getting through to this team, or maybe they're just not that good talent-wise, but I, I have every faith that he'll get it turned around down there.
2: Yeah, and I would hope that at, at Oregon, and I know this this happens at places, you can get kind of crowned up. Like Oregon's got a Oregon's got a case of uh, big boy pants, uh, where
1: supposed is supposed us. like uh, you got to be good every year. Every or else you're out. every we year we can do right? better. Exactly
2: this idea. I don't that, think
1: you can do much better than Dana Altman.
2: No, and and I think you've proven that with the coaches that you you have, and that you've been able to get. And I think Dan Altman was probably your fifth choice, and it was a hell of a choice. But... Would you hire Patino? uh,
1: God, how old is Rick Patino now? Yeah, he's getting up there. He's getting up there. Um, Patino conveniently said, oh, take a really special opportunity (laughs) for me to leave Iona. He floated that out there today.
2: He's 70. No, I'm good.
1: He's too old for you? Well, that and... Because I'm thinking of guys that, like, if you really could get them, do you? Yeah. And I don't think there's anybody out there. I mean... You know, Roy's gone. Coach K's gone. The best coach in college basketball is probably Bill Self. Yeah. Tom Izzo's up there. After that. Well, and then you get into the Mark feud. Mark feud, I mean. Feud's great. And what he's done. But I think Altman starts to get into this conversation yes. at that point.
2: I think he's really, really good.
1: So, I mean, short of a, of a, you know, Patino's kind of interesting, but he's got a lot of baggage that he brings with him. And like you said, he's 70. Yeah, And who knows if he, I mean, he, I don't think he'd take the job. I don't know if he would or not. I don't know. But, and
2: again, Oregon's not paying necessarily what some of those others are paying, although, you know, he make make good money there, but I, you the got a great, about, you got a great arena, but the fan base is uh yeah, See, I
1: think that's the you're going right where I was going. I think the thing about the brush that may bother people is just he's a he's just a little He's milquetoast. Like yeah, he, he you say it all the
2: time. He's a southern. Uh, what do you call him? Like the well, he's midwestern like a, girl a midwestern
1: girl dad. Yeah, like he's just. There's not much to him. The yeah. white shirts and the ties. Like he's very, he's very plain, and he doesn't have a big. He doesn't show much of a personality. Yeah. He's just a basketball coach. His big
2: basketball mantra is bend your knees.
1: Big <laughs> shirts that say bend your knees. And I know that that's a crucial part of the game, but yeah. that is Dana Altman to a T. But you know, if you want someone that maybe could get butts in seats more you know i'd listen to that side of it i'm not saying i'd listen to the idea of moving on from dana altman i think that would be crazy at the same time you know that is a valid if you want to say a a criticism they're not all that relevant even when they're good down there like not a lot of people show up to their games
2: no but i think that's more of a product and i don't believe that that has anything to do with dana altman i think that's a product of the west coast in general outside of of Arizona and, and maybe UCLA, although even UCLA gets, gets this that, you know, even when they're good, it's, they've got a case of, well, we're supposed to be UCLA and that people don't necessarily go crazy. It's not a great, look, we, we talk about this all the time in football, that the PAC 12, we get ahead of ourselves. Well, welcome to PAC 12 basketball. I mean, you want to talk about a, a, a conference that, that it's needs,
1: bad. it's bad. I you mean, know, the only league worse, did you, I saw this the other day, they were saying this on the uh, KU game. I was watching Kansas play. Uh, you know the only league worse than the Pac-12 this year, mm. in all those conference ratings, however they rate them.
2: Uh, I'm assuming you're not talking about Power Five, because
1: it's all of the leagues. all of the leagues. But it is a Power Five league. Uh, it will shock you that the a- ACC. Yes, it's worse than the Pac-12. Yeah, because the, they're the bottom two. Yeah, and that's surprising because it seems to me that the Pac-12 is really bad. I mean, outside of UCLA and Arizona, Arizona um, but it, the ACC apparently is worse.
2: Well, and I, I know that, you know, Duke's fallen on hard times and, you know, that's it's been a rough go out there, but I mean the well, ACC I mean they're like
1: 18 and I mean Duke's not I mean they're just no, not coach they're not level. coach K level. I mean they're pretty good.
2: But I mean obviously this is a down year for Oregon. I just North
1: Carolina's not might may not even make the tournament.
2: I just don't think that you can I I just don't think you can take a school like Oregon. that's had tremendous success and has a really good athletic program across the board, but we say this about football there too. They're just as you got to be careful getting in front of your
1: your skis and getting a case of the supposedas. and that was a good hire. Altman was a good. It hire. was
2: ended up being a great hire, and
1: I know it didn't knock everyone's socks off, but was that Mullins? That was Mullins. Mullins yeah. made a good hire there. Yeah. you got to give him credit, and. I think you just take the good with the bad with a guy like him. I mean, yeah. it's just it's a down couple of years.
2: Well, I'm open to the idea. You know, if if you have another two years, then sure. sure. But, of course. you know,
1: you can go if You get- missed a tournament six out of eight years. You probably need to start talking. Sure.
2: Go get Chris Beard. He's around, right?
1: <laughs> Would you hire that dude after what happened? Now that's a hell of a basketball coach. No, no charges. Just don't twirl your glasses in front of him. <laughs> no, there were no charge. You're right. Like Chris Beard is probably going to resurface. He's a hell of a basketball coach.
2: Not, I will tell you. I just I looked at this uh, the twenty four seven. they used all their metrics to rank the best college basketball coaches going into this season. Mm-hmm. And Chris Beard did make the list. He was at nineteen. Okay. you Care to guess where the brush comes in at?
1: Five. Twelve. Twelve. Give
2: me minutes. the top ten. Uh, top ten. Okay, we go with. Uh, so the brush was twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Huggins comes in at number eleven. Okay, and then uh, boy, this is interesting because they went with. Uh, they went with old Dookie. They went with Schrier, which I don't. Oh,
1: get out of here! Yeah, you're
2: like what? But they were saying, you know, I get it. He hasn't done anything, but they were going off of what, you know, what he did under Coach K. That's dumb. Uh, they went Hubert Davis, North Carolina. They went okay. Kelvin Sampson, Houston. Yeah, he's good. They went uh, Muscleman at Arkansas. Good. Uh, Tony Bennett at Virginia.
1: Very good. Uh, Mr. Izzo. Awesome.
2: Uh, Few at Gonzaga. Awesome. He might be number one for me. Uh, well, Scott Drew at Baylor. Hard to argue he's with that. very good. Calipari at Kentucky, who, again, has fallen on some hard times. Yeah. And then you
1: know we're number one. Bill, B- self, Bill self, baby. Yeah. And the hair plugs. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, no, that's I mean, interesting. I think Altman is right in there with a lot but, of those guys. Yeah, by any measure... You have... By the way, how about Tony Bennett? Can we talk about Tony Bennett? Yes. Remember when he was at Washington State? I do remember
2: at Washington and State. He did a
1: good job at Washington State.
2: And a lot of people question, why the hell did you go to Virginia? Yeah.
1: and, and now He what? plays
2: the most boring style of basketball in the history of mankind, but... Won a title. He it? got a big old ring on his
1: finger. Unbelievable. Yes. Number
2: six in the country right now.
1: Great basketball coach. I don't think we knew how good he really was. No. You know? Everyone, when he was up here. Yeah, Although I,
2: this just into our sports desk, his number six uh, Cavaliers just got upset at Boston College, 60 to 46. A fire his ass. He's terrible.
1: Boston College. Remember Chest when they were thrill. good? Um, all right. Well, there's a little hot college basketball talk. Stick with Dana Altman. Come on, Masters Pete. Calm down. Calm down down there.
2: Now Patino does come in at number 25 on the list. So, so Patino and
1: Beard, you both you mentioned two names there. Those could, are you, pretty intriguing. You could probably go get them. But you're right, Patino's a little too old, although how old's Altman now? How many years you think Altman has left? Let me see. We don't Is, know what he what Midwestern girl dad's thinking. Maybe he's on his way out. He's well, 64. Yeah, see. I mean,
2: well, you know. what's the Italian uh, situation like in uh, Eugene?
1: What's our Italian restaurant situation <laughs> like? You think he's going to bring four guys and an four white guys and an Egyptian <laughs> for the team? S- I certainly hope so. I think we've got a buca di Beppo for
0: him, <laughs> and that might be it. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, Beard is interesting too. He's an ass, but uh, he can coach. Yeah. And he's younger. <laughs> That's pretty intriguing.
2: You don't mind the strangulation?
1: I do mind, yes. <laughs> yeah, I do, I too. do. I, I do Again, too. I am not advocating anything other than Dana Altman, but I do think as an AD, your job is to yeah. look around and have a backup plan. just in case. Altman could retire at the end of the season. You don't know. Yeah and beard would be a very interesting candidate that I would have to talk seriously to uh, Phil Knight about
2: my biggest bugaboo with the Oregon program is I thought you went from one of the best arenas that I've ever seen a basketball game in to a game in is is the pit I loved yeah. going there and Matthew Knight arena is wonderful but it is it's just it's it's too sterile it's too big you can't fill it there's not the support down there for the program and to me it's a it's a program, just a, a program. it's not you, it's not a good environment
1: do you think that a more dynamic coach would have them stirred up? Like, let's say that Final Four team or just the the good teams that Dana yeah. Altman has had, do you think a more dynamic coach would help fill that place up or would it be the same no matter what?
2: I just feel like even when they're good, I just don't think there's an interest out here on the West uh, in this area for for college basketball, so no, I, I think you'd struggle with it. I think they I think they miss the mark building the nicest in this fancy new s- spaceship, and it just doesn't feel like a great college
0: arena. All right, open saggy next on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road.